0: Don't tell anyone I'm free. Don't tell anyone I'm free.
1: Hello, and welcome to BSD Talk, number one hundred and six. It's Monday, April Nine. 2007. Yes, I did skip a week last week. Sorry about that. Anyway, let's go right to the interview. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Matteo Herb. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do?
0: I'm living in France, in Toulouse, in the southwest of the country. And I've been working with various open source projects and uh, BSD for more than 10 years now. I'm involved in uh, porting the X Windows system to NetBSD first, and now OpenBSD. I think this is what why you are interviewing me today.
1: Yes. And how did you first get interested in Xorg and Unix in general? I got interested in uh, Unix during uh, the
0: times where I was a student and I learned Unix as a student and uh, in the lab where I, I prepared my PhD thesis, I worked on um, a lot of and our, uh, Unix machines, and mostly STEMs and our RS, but also a few different uh, machines. And so when in 1993, I became interested in that. And uh, since I had uh, graphic cards that didn't work with x386 by this time, I started looking at uh, x386 and getting it to work on my hardware. Then I got involved and uh, never stopped.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people consider working on X to be a really big undertaking. What was your background in programming or graphical environments?
0: Well, I learned this kind of thing uh, almost from scratch when um, when I was first uh, exposed to X. The sense machines that we were running at my lab, by this time we were still running Tools and uh, it was uh, even before the full IP connectivity. So we got one day, we got one tape from someone who came back from the States to a conference and said, hey, I have the new system and the new graphical system that we'll be using on our machines in the future. It's called the X-Window system. It was uh, X version 10 by this time. I had some interest in these kind of things, so I took the tape tried to install it under some three systems at the lab at this time. It took uh, 20 hours or so to build, and then I started to explore X, and uh, uh, 15 years ago, X was pretty smaller than it is today, so it was a bit easier to start with it.
1: Isn't the OpenBSD X perhaps a slightly different version of X than the standard XORG?
0: No, not exactly. We have a few local changes to make uh, X better fit on uh, OpenBSD default installation. But basically, it's the XR code with just a few configuration parameters that are tweaked for OpenBSD and a few local patches. Uh, but the most of the patches that we have in OpenBSD are not directly visible for the users. For them, it doesn't really change. What is different is that OpenBSD doesn't ship uh, GNOME or KDE as the default environment. So for someone who is used to a modern Linux distribution, which comes with GNOME or KDE, going back to SDWM as a window manager it may look a bit strange, but this is not X. they exactly.
1: And recently, Xorg has made some major changes to their architecture with version, I think it was version 7, can you describe what those changes are?
0: Yes. The big change is that they have changed the way that uh, X is built. They switched from the iMake-based build system, which was something specific to the X Window system, to using uh, the new auto tool to build uh, X. And for that, instead of doing just one big configuration, that would build the whole X Window system in one step. they decided also to go to a modular architecture with several different modules: one module, one package for a library, a client program; one package for the X server, and one package for each driver. So the total amount of new packages, new Xorg seven modular tree, is more than 300 packages build separately in, in the right order. And uh, for OpenBSD, since we want to be able to build uh, X directly in the base system, uh, we needed to do something to manage this, uh, these 300 packages to build. And this is the the goal of the new Xenocara project in OpenBSD.
1: Now, before Xenocara, to build X, I think I remember that you had to install Install some additional packages like TCL or Tickle? Is that still the case?
0: I uh, know that's no no more the case, uh, but this was really uh, a small side effect. It's just one utility in the old uh, x386.3 you know, packages, the x386 setup program that needed the GAIN as a graphical uh, user interface uh, library. And since we wanted the program to be able to uh, uh, to configure x gosh k we needed uh, t k for uh, to build this uh, particular application in the next version of OpenBTS, in, for p for the two when we are effectively going to switch to Xkawa we will uh, probably lose those old x three eighty six three servers, so we don't need any uh, configuration programme by TK anymore.
1: And OpenBSD supports a variety of architectures. Is Xenacara used across all of them?
0: Uh, yes, but that's the goal. For now, we still have some problems on the most slow architecture, in DAX and the SH4 and disk systems that are not yet using shared libraries because the new ioctl module three more or less assumes that you have shared libraries everywhere. So you're still a a couple of problems to solve. But the goal for OpenBSD for Doc2 is to have all the architecture using uh, Xenocara.
1: And is the technology behind Xenocara something that is specific to OpenBSD, or is this something that could be useful to other BSDs? It could be usable for other
0: BSDs. It's mostly just BSD make, uh, make files with uh, uh, one generic uh, set of uh, rules that is uh, used in every MAKE file. I had a a short look at uh, porting uh, to to NetBSD, but for example, NetBSD changes some things in their system macro, in their implementation of MAKE, which makes it a bit more complicated than I thought uh, initially. But anyways, this is just make an and uh, basically someone who wants to fix that can just uh, take the macros from OpenBSD and uh, copy them back to NetBSD with a different name so that it doesn't clash with the modification that they did in their own macros, and it should work.
1: And besides Xenakara, what other work are you doing with X?
0: One of my long-term plans is to work on uh, the X security for now, I'm still acting as the security officer of org. I am managing all the security-related bug reports that come to org in general. But I also want to be able to work on fixing bugs more proactively in the X.org code codebase. That's because of all the work involved with GreenOcaro. In the last year, I have uh, not done a lot on in in this front.
1: Do you work with, or do you have any plans to work with other people that are trying to bring hardware acceleration to OpenBSD?
0: Yes, I would love to. Uh, the problem is that we don't have lots of volunteers. For now. I hope that one of the benefits of the modular build system in X is that we will be able to get more developers paying attention to X because it's a bit easier now to start tracking on one particular part of X, for instance, adding hardware acceleration for 3D.
1: And if people want to find out more information about Xenocara, where can they go? They can go
0: to the Xenokalwa.org webpage, which has a link to a talk that I gave to last FOSBEN in February, where I put some slides. And then, then they can always uh, ask questions on the X11 at mailing list, where I try to answer other people know. You can also answer.
1: And where did you come up with the name for the project? Well,
0: it was a bit of flood. You know that uh, we are uh, using f- uh, a fugu fish as the main OpenBSD logo. And I wanted to find a name which uh, was the name of this fish that is uh, cleaning the aquariums from the inside that you see in some aquariums. And I started looking on the web for this fish. And uh, I found several different names. And one of the possible names was this Latin name, the which was fine because it also started with an X.
1: All right. Well, are there any other topics that you want to talk about today?
0: i think one of the uh, most important things with uh, X windows system is that it's one of the open source projects that that was able to run on the uh, on uh, the, the the biggest variety of different operating systems from different unix uh, uh, variants to windows to mac os X, and to a lot of different oss and one of the difficult points is today's x.org uh, direction is that they seem to care less and less about systems that are not Linux and this is a bit of a shame because uh, not all the world is Linux and uh, this should not be the goal for any operating system to be the only one system in the world so this is one of the diffic- the current difficulties it's more and more difficult to get other developers of X.org to understand that the uh, the X.org project should take care of keeping its portability to a wide uh, range of different systems and different uh, hardware architectures.
1: I guess we can just encourage people on other operating systems to submit bugs upstream so that X.org is aware that there are many other users of different systems.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I think currently the The number of bug reports is not representative of the the importance of uh, the different systems. Most people are trying, just uh, censoring themselves from sending bugs when something doesn't work in their system. Because they consider, well, it's uh, some minor system, I don't want to bother these guys with my problems. I think this is a wrong uh,
1: calculation. All right, well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, Bye-bye. Thank you. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk, number 106.